0: Live from the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Jefferson Studios, you'd rather be here. This is 1460 KXNO. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more from 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Final hour of the week, Bama Bob, Trent, and I will go around college football, taking a look outside the borders of Iowa. Some of the other games taking place uh, this weekend. Uh, Bama Bob coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll give away Claxon's Barbecue. This is the first week that really came easy when it comes to finding <laughs> props, if you will. Uh, so we'll do that at about, oh, 11.35-ish, I would say, somewhere in there. And then Trent and I will uh, give our five-pack of picks at some point. Um, Eleven,
1: Do you feel good about your picks this week? I do. I love them. You really do? Yeah, but I also love BYU last night. You so did? tread carefully. Though I gamble a lot, does not make me good at gambling? No, of course not. I need to put that caveat out there. I love to gamble. I love wagering on sports. Doesn't make me good at it. What time does Chris do his picks? Do you know, I want a little I, after five, about five it, ten is, is what it, he uh, mentioned to me a week or two ago. I want to appointment uh, radio. It is. Yeah, I'll the be show's really good, but I I'll be, be pulling into Valley sure. Stadium and sitting in my car listening Until they away <laughs> and ready to fade, Mr. Williams. Yeah, we'll see. Seventy-two um, percent last year. Crazy. Good for him. Do it again. Should I uh, find our numbers from a year ago? No, no, no was a couple of years ago. Go back two years. Oh, ago. you want to go two years ago? Oh, oh, okay. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. I know it wasn't five hundred. Well, let's see here. I'm going through the old notebook mm-hmm. and pulling it up. All right, and ta-ta-ta. here we are. Yeah, two years ago. Oh, forty-two, forty-nine, and six for that, you. That was last year. Yes. Oof. 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 Not good. No, that was two years ago. That was two years ago that you really struggled. Last year, did you bounce back? No. No? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, no. Oh, no. All so right, going to what, the Red? end of the notebook. That means I'm due. You are due. You're due for a good bounce-back season. I can see it. Are you confident? No. No. I struggled to find five games to play. You finished last year 33-31. and 31. Oh, so I was about, my head was above water, but not if you played the juice. Right. The juice. With the vig, Yeah, I, I got beat. You're in the red. Right. Uh, and, and you still beat me. Did I? Yeah. You were that bad? No, I was just a game behind you. We are both over five hundred though, last year.
0: Well, my Super Bowl was Jacksonville in Atlanta. That wasn't a great one. No, it wasn't. By the way, um, your kicker missed his first uh, extra point no, last night.
1: He didn't miss the extra point for so the So I Bears. didn't see it. He boondoggled the stupid thing. It was it was off. nowhere close, hideous. But then Panero, the Panero, right? That's what you say. Yeah, three midfield goals, mm-hmm. but, but not. But didn't blow you away distance wise, or did he? No. Weren't they all like thirty something? Yeah, th- there wasn't a, a boomer, of fifty three, or anything mm. like that. But the missed extra point was hideous, brutal. Uh, Vedvik, who the Vikings <laughs> gave up a fifth for, he missed again yesterday. He did. He is now 0 for three. 0 I believe for three. Yeah, and they gave up a fifth, so they have to keep him, don't you would they? Think so. I mean, is he going to punt or? It doesn't sound like it. So what, I mean, and I don't think he's eligible for practice made, squad. I wouldn't
0: know that. I don't know that. I don't um, think
1: that he is. So what do you do? You Cut just bait. admit you made a mistake? Yeah, might as well, right? Mm-hmm. And Dan Bailey wins? Dan Bailey, which hasn't been great himself. Not the guy that we saw years ago, sir. No, but
0: um, I think he was, he, was, he was good. Well, he was okay in preseason, but yeah, last year, if you're going based on that, it mm-hmm. was not, uh, he certainly wasn't the Dan Bailey that, you know, applied his time in Dallas and was one of the better kickers in the league. Did you watch a
1: snap of preseason last night? I did not. You? I I think I made a snap. Did you? I flipped over just because I was so excited that ABC 5 was back on DirecTV. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, let's at least watch it. Actually, I did watch a little bit, too, uh, John Schaefer. He had a high school preview, him and Dave Bingham. You know,
0: I'm glad you brought that up, because that was another thing, because they're really good at high school. Yes. They're, they're good people over there. Mm-hmm. They really try hard. And the Blitz is what it's called, yep. right, with Bingham, and now Schaefer and John Walters is in that role forever. That is a terrific watch on Friday night if you're a high school fan. I think it's the... You know, it's their it's their strong suit mm-hmm. over there, um, and we were until yesterday on the cusp of not being able to watch. And if you're a high school fan or you played it, you go up, and maybe you're not as close to it as you once were. I think if you come across it on, uh, you know, you're flipping through the dial at ten thirty on Friday night, you're gonna stop
1: there. At least I do. I do too, exact same way. If I get home in time, well, you'll be able yeah, to see. It. It'll be tough for you, right? It'll be a little tight, but we'll we'll see how we get everything. They usually around. bring a coach into studio. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Over the years they've done that, so that's another reason I'm glad this thing got worked out because there was a um, big effort out of it. They sent a lot of people out into the uh, fields across central Iowa uh, and put that thing together. That was July 4th that they went off the air. Is that what it was? Yeah. You know what still has not been resolved, to the best of my knowledge anyways? The um, Fox Sports fight Mm. with Dish. Oh, really? I don't think... I don't think dish subscribers that oh. rely on that for the Cardinals.
1: Yes, the Twins. Um, the
0: Twins. The I don't Royals. think that they've seen their squads. We ain't no Cardinals this year. Um, Brewers are part of that. Yeah, Brewers are part of it. I don't think that is that fight has been. Uh, I don't know if it's anywhere close to being be, being solved. That would be very very mm-hmm. frustrating, and it's been a while too. Because yeah. remember they they threatened to take it off, mm-hmm. and then there was that one day respite. respite. Yeah, yeah we're, gonna, we're gonna try and work this thing out. Negotiating in good faith. Well, uh, it didn't get done and it still hasn't got done. But we know that uh, the Channel 5 tussle uh, is over. Why don't we do this? Let's get our break. We'll get Bama Bob in here. We'll go around college football. If you're sitting on claxons, we may be a little bit earlier than we've been over the last few weeks. You know what? I'm going to give the games out right now that we're okay. going to be talking about. Let me find them real you quick. You
1: got a good four pack this week, and of course, the tiebreaker at the end of it. So, you, for people maybe that are just getting back with us with football season here, it's very simple. We give you four games, you pick them right. against the spread. One side or the other, and then the tiebreaker at the end. And we only use the tiebreaker, obviously, if there is a tie, and here's the games
0: we're going to be using. Uh, Iowa State, we've got a 19.5-point favorite. We always add a hook Mm -hmm. because we don't want any pushes. Iowa's a 22.5-point favorite. Auburn, 3.5 over Oregon. That game is in Dallas. And Stanford, 6.5-point favorite over Northwestern. The tiebreaker is going to be closest without going over. It's total points for the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones, not their opponents, just uh, Cyclone and Hawkeye's total points, and we'll do that at about, oh, 1140-ish. Uh, the winner will get 35 bucks. The runner-up, 25. Bama Bob joins Trent and I next as we go around college football outside of the state borders. We'll talk about some of, the, uh, some of the other games happening this week as we continue on here. It's 10 minutes after 11 on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. <laughs> 1460 KXNO, time to talk a little college football outside the borders of the state
1: of Iowa. I hit the wrong uh, button. I know, you want to start again. Uh, Do you want to make it official? From the top, here,
0: give give me a A countdown. A one
1: and a two. (laughs) I need a couple more seconds.
0: And a one and a two. And a three and a four. Hit it. There we go. That's better. Welcome back, Miller and Condon sports station 1460 kx and oh time to talk college football he's bama bob bama joins the program uh, throughout the uh, regular season twice weekly although next year next week rather probably be a little difficult with the short week but after that we will be recapping monday and previewing friday bama good to talk to you bama bob how are you my friend
2: Doing good, Kenny. We made it. Uh, Yes. Uh, games last night, games this full slate this weekend, including Sunday and Monday, if you care, which you do. I know you do. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're. On to the 16-week sprint for the shortest season in
0: all sports. Yeah, the fastest for sure. No doubt about that. blink yeah. it blinked, it's over.
2: All right, let's start here, fellas. Let's go,
0: and we can go back to week zero with, uh, you know, Arizona and Hawaii if you want, or Miami and Florida. But what have you learned so far? Bam, I'll start with you. What have you learned maybe from last night, or if you want to go back last weekend, what did you learn?
2: Well, from last night, uh, I, I think Utah, we – we thought their defense was going to be pretty good. And I mm-hmm. think they kind of validated that they're going to have to play better on offense. If, if they're going to do, I think what the three of us picked them to do, and that's really compete for the big 12 and, and, and win it.
0: Pack 12
2: Pack 12 sorry. Always good to get a road win against your biggest rival, uh, out of the way. So, uh, that's good. The other thing I learned last night is chip Kelly Yeesh. is going to have, he's going to have to start. He's, the clips and excuses aren't going to last much longer this year. You know, you kind of got a pass last year, taking over first year. They got run out again by Cincinnati. They looked awful on offense, which is supposed to be a specialty. Mm-hmm. You know, he started making excuses after the game. Oh, we got 87 freshmen and sophomores. Oh, we got 48 new players. And then the quip about, well, we had to pack Simulac instead of Gatorade. I'm like, you know <laughs> what, Chip? For five million bucks a year, those excuses aren't going to fly much longer. Look, they got San Diego State at home next week, which is by no means a gimme. And then Oklahoma comes out mm. there, and Oklahoma's going to wax them. So, if they don't get that game next year, they're looking at zero and three before they start conference season, and that's probably not going to get them to a bowl game. No, so, indeed, it's the the excuses and everything else, young team, inexperience, all that. You recruited all these guys. If you're too, if you're talking about freshmen and sophomores, they're your guys. You better learn how to coach them up for five million plus a year. So that what you're getting out there.
0: Yeah, and the, the offense. I think you hit it on the head. What happened to that offensive
1: creativity that made Chip right. Kelly? Chip Kelly, uh, Trent. What'd you learn? I learned that the rebuild of Georgia Tech. Well, I knew mm. it was going to be difficult, but maybe even more difficult than, than anticipated. There's so much talent down there. We see what Georgia has built into, and many people thought with the evolution into the 21st century here that maybe Georgia Tech could be a team that builds themselves up. A team that's won a national championship in the last 30 years back in 1990 with the UPI National Championship. Mm. They could be a team that could build up and contend with Clemson. That is not a one or two year process. That is going to be at least a half-decade process to get up to that kind of level. No, I'm with
0: you wholeheartedly. I think uh, what I've learned so far is Miami's got a good young quarterback in Jaron Williams, and they made the right call there. Uh, I learned I wish I could watch more Pac-12 in Utah because Moss is a hell of a running back, back -back back-to-back, 1,000-yard seasons, and we hardly know him, and he's certainly off to a good start. And I think that there are going to be two legitimate Heisman uh, candidates Ah, uh, playing for Dabo Sweeney is at the end. is unbelievable to watch him run the football. So that's what we've learned. Oh, and maybe, um, you know who's another good player? is Bateman from Minnesota. Yeah. You know, uh, he's yeah. a, hell of a hell of a receiver and had a really good night last night.
2: Yep, absolutely. And, uh, um, yeah, go ahead.
0: I was just going to say, shall we move on? One more yep. before we get into our slate of games, because Houston's in the spotlight this weekend, and uh, De'Ar King is a hell of a quarterback. You mentioned at Bama the uh, the Sunday night uh, special, if you will, uh, is when we will see Houston. What times that game kick, fellas? It is a six thirty kick. ABC Houston and Oklahoma. Uh, a couple of good quarterbacks on the field, but so De'Ar King at Houston, Jordan Love at Utah State, who I'm anxious to see. Did uh, did he mail? Did he help Matt Wells get his job at Texas Tech? Um, because he had a quarterback at Utah State before he ran off on uh, to Lubbock, uh, and I think he's really good. And Mason Fine at North Texas, we never see them play, but Mason Fine's a hell of a quarterback. Of those three quarterbacks, Trent, I'll start with you. Who do you like best?
1: I like Mason Fine, and the reason is pretty simple. They all have their strengths and weaknesses, but... I love little quarterbacks. I'm not a real tall guy, right. and because of that, when yeah. I see a short guy out there doing his thing, so Mason Fine, he is my dude at North Texas. How about you, though? That's a trio of group of five QBs, Bama.
2: Well, I'm with Trent. I like Mason Fine, maybe not because of his height. He does remind me a little bit of Drew Brees. I mean, he's not the biggest guy in the world. I'm not saying he's going to be Drew Brees by any means when he gets to the NFL, uh, but scouts love him, I'm and. You know, and he's up, he's up on some Heisman lists. And the good thing, Kenny, I checked it out. We're going to get to see those two, De'Eric King and Mason Fine play each other this year. They, those North Texas and Houston play on September the 28th in a non conference inter intrastate Texas matchup, so that's going to be a fun game. I think that's a Saturday night. So, uh, Perfect. We'll get we'll get to see those head-to-head, which will be fun. I think a sneaky game that week.
0: It probably will be because yeah, because I'm sure there'll be a marquee game that uh, comes up that's going to take uh, some eyeballs off of it. Right. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I like him as well, guys, but I like Jordan Love. He's got his work cut out for him. He's got a whole bunch of uh, newcomers in the offensive line. He's got two his two leading receivers are both gone, but this kid's a gifted, gifted player. Uh, so. So, uh, so I'll say it's him. Let's get to work, shall we? Roll up our sleeves and take a look at some of the uh, uh, the bigger games of the week. And since since we were starting Derek King and, and Houston, let's go Oklahoma and Houston first of all. It's a big number; it's, it's over three touchdowns, which surprises me a little bit. Uh, Trent, are we going to see a game here?
1: We talked about this a bit yesterday, and I am struggling to to understand why this number is too big. And the more that I've dug into it. I think I'm getting more confused here. It seems like a ton of points. Maybe I just don't believe that Oklahoma is going to be national championship good, and that's waiting me that way. But it just seems like way too many points in this one. I'm struggling here. Bama, you got anything in this?
2: Uh, You know, I want to lead Oklahoma because they're usually pretty good in in, in openers. Mm -hmm. Um, I I mean, listen, Jalen Hurts, this is why they brought him to Oklahoma. Um, all the experience, all the success he had at Alabama, and, and you know he's under some pressure. If you don't think that he's going to get compared, this game is close. He's going to all of a sudden, you know, there's going to be there's going to be rumors, there's going to be you know all the ghosts of of you know past seasons. You can't throw the ball, all this kind of thing. There's a lot, a lot of pressure on um, on Jalen Hurts, and especially against the guy he's going up against, as you mentioned, but. You know that said, I mean, I just like Oklahoma. I, I would prob I would probably lay the points. I wouldn't feel comfortable about it, but I just like them. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Talent generally wins, and they certainly have more talent. I think. Clearly, on both sides of the football, and certainly more depth.
0: Uh, let's go to this one. Let's do an ACC-SEC uh, matchup. It's in Charlotte. The reason I put this game on the list: Mac Brown back at uh, North Carolina, freshman quarterback Trent. I know you love Jake Bentley mm-hmm. at South Carolina, Bama. Your thoughts on on this one? What kind of game will we see? South Carolina, North Carolina colliding in Charlotte.
2: Well, you listen. I don't think Mac Brown. Is, I don't, I question whether he's the right. Coach to lead, you know, for North Carolina, and it's really not to do with his age. It's because he got so out of touch with the modern game. I thought his last few years at Texas, and then he's been out. I love South Carolina in this game. I love Bentley. Um, I think they're going to have a big game tomorrow, and then you know, in a couple weeks, they welcome Alabama over to Columbia. Listen, Mac Brown, guy You know, there's only five coaches, active coaches now, that have national championships, and Mac Brown, of course, is one of them. He's the one who's his longest to go. Uh, you got Sabin, Sweeney, Fisher, and Les Miles uh, thrown in there at Kansas, of mm-hmm. all people. But, you know, and, and Brown and Miles are one of only a pair of the only two guys who also have a uh, counterpart in the men's basketball team that's won a national championship. But all that said, I really like South Carolina. I don't think North Carolina is ready. I'll be surprised if this game is. Competitive into the second half just because there's a lot, there was a lot to clean up and I just don't know how well Mac Brown is equipped to handle this job. I I like Miles, the Miles hire a lot better at Kansas than I did the brown hire at North Carolina.
0: Interesting. Trent, this, this line has moved significantly. Yeah. Opened at seven and a half. It's eleven and a half now. A lot of, uh, they, uh, the bookmakers can't get a bet on North Carolina. How do you see it?
1: I think that's the right way, at least at that opening number. You have to think a little bit more when it gets up to eleven. South Carolina, though, they have to win this game the most difficult schedule in the country. Is it really? It I didn't know that. It is number one by yeah. a couple of different metrics wow. that are out there. Phil Steele has them number one. Alabama at Missouri, Kentucky at Georgia, uh, Tennessee mm. on the road, Florida at home, at AM. Clemson to finish it up. It is incredibly difficult. Any chance of bowl eligibility, they can't afford to lose this game.
0: Are they happy with Champ down there, Bama? Uh,
2: you know, I don't know. It's, it's funny because... He's not, you know. They had such a good run with Steve Spurrier, and Steve Spurrier was such just a, you know, a one eighty of Will Muschamp, you know, in terms of personality, in terms of you know quips and fun and everything else. Now you can argue the winning, and he was successful. Never really won a, you know, he never won a conference championship. Certainly never sniffed the the BCS or anything. I think they're probably reasonably happy with him. Um, he's going to get a pass this year. Uh, even though he's got an excellent quarterback, he's going to get a pass because as you, of the schedule that Trent just mentioned, mm-hmm. Alabama and Clemson and Georgia, you know, one, two, three in the polls, if you will. Uh, it's just it's ridiculous. And then you throw Florida and, and a trip to Texas A&M. How about Alabama and A&M out of the West? Thank you very mm. much. Um, yeah. So really? he's going to get a pass this year. Jesus. I think they're reasonably happy. Um, and, you know, if he gets them to a bowl, if he can navigate that schedule somehow, at 6-6, and get them both eligible, I think that's going to be a hell of a job because he's got, you would think, Mm. three losses just right off the bat. So he's only got three to play with.
0: Yeah. Uh, not not easy you know I, I I like watching games from there it looks like a fun environment yeah I, that uh, that would be uh, that would be a fun one all right let's move on boys uh the Brain Bowl uh, Stanford and northwestern uh, I think Stanford's what just under a touchdown six six and a half this uh, pens where you shot northwestern uh there at this time every year seemingly Bama they get very little respect they you know they're gonna be okay but they're not going to win the West and then Fitzgerald finds a way to do it uh he hasn't come forward at least I haven't seen it's still being kept under wraps, who's going to start a quarterback, the five-star transfer from Clemson, or Trent Green's kid TJ? Uh, is it going to be Johnson, is it going to be Green? Who knows? How do you see this game, Bama?
2: Uh, this, to me, is all about the, you know, the, the game itself, I think, is going to be fun. Um, I, I think you're going to see two quarterbacks from, from Northwestern. I think both this part. Yeah. yeah, I do. I think when you get this far into camp, or as close to a game, and you haven't named a starter, that generally means you don't really know. So you start one guy, he struggles, you bring another one in, whatever. So I think you're going to see both of them in this game. I like Stanford to win it. But to me, guys, this this is really – you mentioned the brain ball. This is the coach's ball to me. Both yes, these guys have simple. just done phenomenal jobs at two academic schools that, that you would mm-hmm. think they would struggle at. You know, David Shaw, I'm sure – I guarantee you has had – Overtures from bigger programs and most likely to the NFL. I mean, you see him on the NFL draft coverage, uh, for NFL network mm-hmm. every year. So the guy knows what he's doing there. Um, and Pat Fitzgerald, I mean, he, there, you can't tell me he hasn't had offers to go to bigger programs. And for whatever reason, you never hear about him. He, he wants to stay. So to me, forget on the field. To me, this is this, these two programs to me are what's right about college football and shows that you can recruit good players who are good students, who go to class, who do things the right way, And, oh, by the way, you can win football games doing it, too.
0: Mm, Indeed. Uh, 3 o'clock on Fox, Trent. I'm not sure what you've got lined up for the middle of the day, but that's where I will be. How do you see this one?
1: Well, I'm just happy that it's the middle of the day so we don't have to hear stupid conversations about body clocks like we did four years ago when these two teams played. Right, right, Oh, that That drove me up the freaking That was week one, too, wasn't it? It was week one. It was. We won't have that. I I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. Northwestern really struggled last year. They lost to Akron a year ago. They they really struggled in September. I like Fitz in October, November. Not as much in September. If I had to make a pick, I'd be on the Cardinal. All right, right, let's. Uh, I was going to save the last
0: game of the weekend for the last game we're going to talk about, but I'm going to save the best game potentially for the weekend for the last game we'll talk about. So let's go to Monday night. Uh, it's too bad Louisville is down um, because when this one came was put on the schedule, like, man, maybe this has a chance to be pretty good. Notre Dame uh, going to Louisville. Papa? Do they still call it Papa John? Do they take no, his name off the stadium? No, it is now just right?
1: Cardinal Stadium.
0: Cardinal Stadium. Cardinal
2: Stadium. Yes,
0: indeed. In the shadows, literally, of Churchill Downs, they share the same parking lots on on uh, Kentucky Derby Day. All right, so um, Trent, you go first on this one. Notre Dame, Louisville. Any chance that we're entertained? I mean, it's football. We'll be entertained, mm-hmm. but help me out.
1: Think a little sloppy, and and with that sloppiness, perhaps we can have something that's compelling into the second half. But Speaking of rebuilds, as we were talking about earlier, this is a big rebuild here for Louisville, too. Notre Dame's better. Book's back. they got a good running game. Notre Dame program, Brian Kelly has done a nice job, and I think they are certainly the superior team here. I don't think we're going to get a good one on Monday night. Yeah, it's it's 18 points is the number, which I thought actually would be a little higher. It's,
0: it's actually come down and opened in 19 and a half. Entertaining football game, Bama, or Snoozefest on Monday?
2: News fest. I mean, Notre Dame needs to just... just... They need to hammer Louisville. They need to send a statement. Listen, we've talked about them all year. What's their margin for error? Can they get in with two losses? Blah, 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 blah. Yep. This isn't one of those games that you're going to want. I know it's opening weekend, everything else. You're an 18-point favorite. You need to win this game by three touchdowns minimum. You need to put the hammer down if you're if you're Notre Dame. You don't want any questions if you're one of these bubble – because, again, we talked about it, Ken, 12 data points instead of 13. Mm-hmm. Big factor at the end. You don't want – one of those data points being a six-point fourth-quarter win over a team that finishes two and ten. Um, that's not what you're going to want. Or three and nine, or whatever Louisville's going to finish. They're going to be bad. Um, they're going to get run out of the building by a lot of the teams they play. The better teams in the ACC. So this is a game that Notre Dame needs to come out, needs to show they're ready. Brian Kelly, get them, get them prepared to start a season and go from there onto their bigger games. I don't think it'll be entertaining it shouldn't be uh, I'm entertaining it shouldn't be close I don't think it will be if it is Big problem for Notre Dame, I think, as you get later on in the
0: season. Excellent point. Uh, you're not at Appy State anymore, Scott Satterfield. <laughs> no, uh, we we them no. Man, they made a big run at Jeff Brom and thought for a while that they were going to get him. I'm selfishly glad they didn't because I think the Big Ten West is better when Purdue is a factor. I think Brom can make him Yeah. Better. All right, boys. A main event. I think we can call it that. Uh, the t- only game, uh, as Trent pointed out earlier, with two ranked teams. Uh, it's Oregon. It's Auburn. Bo Nix, true freshman, is going to play. The game is in Dallas. Uh, Bama, lead
2: us off. Tough one for me. Um, You know, generally when it comes down to these types of games, you know, these SEC teams, their front seven, the speed, the strength, the athleticism generally wears down a team like in Oregon, you know, who in the past is known for spread them out under Chip Kelly or, or, you know, that sort of thing. That said, I don't know. I mean, you know, listen, Herb Street. I saw ranked Auburn's front front uh, defensive line is the best in the country. I don't know what he's basing that on. Uh, They do. Byron Cowart's going to be a disruptor. Um, And listen, Bo Nix is going to have to get some help. I mean, he's he's not Trevor Lawrence. I don't believe Mm. Uh, he's good. Uh, He's not. It's not surprising he's the starter. He's going to need a running game to help him out, and that they really really struggled in the running game last year. I don't know what the number is. I think it's Auburn by about three. That sounds about right. Three and a half, last... I think. Yep. Yeah. You remember last year they opened with Washington in the Georgia Dome, and that was just a slog fest, ugly 1210, something ugly like that, as I recall. Um, I, listen, wouldn't shock me if Oregon pulled off the upset here just because I think Herbert's that good, and I think he's really going to test that secondary. The question is going to be is he going to have time to throw the football? Uh, I think Auburn can get some pressure on him. I think Auburn wins a 27-23 type score. Barely covers a number. Right
0: there, yeah. Oregon's got a really good uh, offensive line, so the Battle of the Trench is going to be fun. Yeah,
2: Trent! Absolutely.
1: I, I agree with you there. I think they might have one of the best offensive lines. I love the interior of the Ducks' offensive line this year. Herbert, of course, is outstanding. That defense made a huge jump in year number mm-hmm. one uh year ago under Chris DeBall. Auburn... It's Melzan. He's just always seemingly hanging by a thread of keeping his job there with those crazy boosters at Auburn. I like this Oregon team a lot more. I don't like the spot though. Playing SEC-like territory over there, Auburn will have a ton of fans, and we've seen this time in and time out. SEC teams in these neutral site games, they get it done. Same thing happens here, like Bama, right around that number. But I would take Auburn to cover tight. Uh, against an Oregon team that I like. Uh, this game will and come Mal up Zon in my And has picks.
2: to have this game, guys. Talk about yeah. a tough schedule. Yeah. Go look at the rest of their conference schedule. He's got to win this one.
0: Yep, I agree. We shall see. Six and a half was where the game opened. It's down to three and a half, four. All right, boys, we got one minute left, so let's move through this. Trent, we'll start with you. It's that segment. I love this segment. <laughs> Sneaky good game of the week, <laughs> Trent
1: Condon. Well, I'm going to direct you over to the newest channel on your DirecTV lineup, channel uh, 612 and the ACC network Virginia on the road not at bad. Pitt that is a big game I brought up the Who's a couple mm-hmm. of times this summer when we we're looking for somebody else to talk about in the ACC Virginia hey going to get a conference title you got to win on yep. the road against teams like Pitt so that's one I'll be probably not watching a ton of but if you're looking sneaky good might be one that comes down to the wire. All right, Bama, six
0: oh eight at four o'clock. Uh, North Dakota and Drake are actually televised wow. on four o'clock on channel six oh eight on Direct TV for you, Bulldog fans. Don't think you're going to go there, Bama. Who's your sneaky good game?
2: My sneaky good game, Ken, is one that you don't have a hope in hell of seeing the end of, and that's <laughs> the last one Saturday night, Fresno State at USB. Wow. I mean, look out, Clay Helton. Jeff Tedford, I think you're three now at Fresno. Um, they've got eight people. Phil, Phil Steele named eight Bulldogs to his first or second all-Mountain West Conference team. This is a very talented team. Clay Delton under a lot of pressure. I think it's a 9 or 9.30 kick. Hit 9.30, yep. On ESPN late, so last game of the day, mm-hmm. Saturday. Um, I, I think this one's got a chance to really be good, high-scoring. And look, I am rooting like hell for the Bulldogs because uh, I I'd love to see that upset. I think it's got a chance to be really fun and entertaining.
0: Well, I will uh, I might watch because my uh, my Gophers take on Fresno State Trent next week, as you know. So I'd yes. like to there get a little scouting report on the uh, on the opposition, guys. I'm going to go, um, Old Miss and Memphis, and here's hmm. why: ninety miles, ninety miles, right? Bama Good.
2: separate the two campuses. Absolutely, yes, sir. Uh, games played Every, at the. Go ahead. Yeah, if you fly to if you fly to uh, Oxford, you fly to Memphis that's and, right. and bus. So yeah, that's exactly right.
0: Uh, my wife and I made the trip when we were uh, down for Iowa State and uh, Memphis at the Liberty Bowl a couple of years back. Went to the old Miss campus. Saw the Grove. Glad that we did. 90 minutes uh, between the two schools. I think it's going to be a fun environment. I think it's got a chance to be a good game. A lot of people think Memphis might be that uh, group of five team that finds their way into New Year's Six Bowl. We shall see. Bama, great stuff. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Bama Bob. At Bama Bob on twitter to follow enjoy the games and i'll see you texting me throughout the weekend pal I'll see you pal. <laughs> take
2: absolutely care. guys take care enjoy the weekend yeah indeed
0: right now first four callers 284-5966 claxon's barbecue 284 we'll give you four games you give us four answers if you get the most right 35 five dollar gift certificate from claxon's runner-up gets 25 eight four-five 1460 Can- store Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Yeah, we got that covered. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hi, welcome back. I'm Miller and Condon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, about 1145. Claxton Smokehouse, and Grill Claxon on, com online Claxon BBQ.com in business for over 21 years in Altoona, 3131, 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. We will give Tyler, Rick, Glenn, and Mike four games and a tiebreaker. If you have the most rights, you'll get a $35 gift certificate. The runner-up gets twenty-five. Let's go to Tyler first of all as he brings Claxons uh, in for another week. Hello, Tyler. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Doing fine, thank you, sir. Uh, Iowa State is a 19.5-point favorite over UNI. I'm going to go with UNI. The Hawks are giving half to the Red Hawks of Miami. Who are you taking in that one? Iowa. Auburn, a 3.5-point favorite over Oregon. The game is in Dallas. I'm going to go with my boy Lee. The wrong team is
1: favored. Give me the duck.
0: (laughs) I could not agree with you more, Tyler, and I hope you're absolutely right. Uh, Stanford is hosting Northwestern. The Cardinal are a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll go with Northwestern. Okay, and here's the tiebreaker. Just the Hawks and the Cyclones, their total points, closest without going over. Um. Sixty-six. Tyler, enjoy week one. Thanks for playing. Huh. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Uh, Rick is next. Rick, welcome to Miller and Condon. How are you, Rick? I'm just doing fine. Good. Uh, the Haw- the uh, Cyclones, nineteen and a half point favorite over you and I. You and I. Uh, the Hawks are twenty two and a half point favorite over Miami of Ohio. Iowa. Auburn, three and a half over Oregon. Auburn. Stanford, six and a half over Northwestern. Northwestern. And total points, Iowa and Iowa State closest without going over. Sixty-three. Sixty-three. Rick, have a good weekend. You too. Thanks. Uh, indeed. Uh, let's go to Glenn. Glenn, welcome to Miller & Condon. Glenn, how are you? Good, gentlemen. How are you today? Doing fine. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, you uh, Iowa State gives 19 and a half to UNI. Going to take Iowa State. The Hawkeyes give 22 and a half to Miami. Going with Iowa. Okay. Auburn, 3.5 over Oregon. Going Oregon. Stanford, 6.5 over Northwestern. Stanford. Total points. Hawkeyes, Cyclones combined. Closest without going over. Going 71. Glenn, have a good weekend. Good to hear from you. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. And Mike brings it to a close for another week. Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Uh, the Clones are 19.5 over the Panthers. You and I. Iowa, 22.5 over Miami. Iowa. Auburn is a 3.5 point favorite over Oregon. Auburn. Stanford, 6.5 over Northwestern. Stanford. Hawkeye Cyclones total points closest without going over is the tiebreaker. 48. 48, Mike, thank you. Thank you. Have a good weekend, and thank you to Claxons, 3131, thirty-one, Eight Street Southwest in Altoona. Did anyone take all favorites, Trent? I don't think so.
1: Let's see here. I don't believe that is the case. Well, only one person took the favorite in the Iowa State-UNI game. That was Glenn. Okay. You also had Stanford. Mm-hmm. But no, nobody went across the board. All favor- you can't do all favorites. No,
0: you can't. You got to find some dogs. It never works out that
1: way. Indeed, it doesn't. Well, uh,
0: Trent and I've done this uh, since uh, the last couple of years, and I think the total points, if we were keeping track, uh, one one on a yearly yeah. basis, right? Uh, so um, I believe I had the I got the trophy last year. Not that we're real proud of thirty three and thirty one. But we pick five games every week. Two college, two pro, and one best bet. Of course, there's no pro this week, so we're going to pick uh, five college games. Do we have to have a best bet?
1: Yeah, got to put that best right. bet in there. The one that you got starred and circled, and I think I know the <laughs> one for you this week. Yeah, I probably do. I've been mouthing <laughs> off all week long about this game. You got all it right. figured out. Indeed. Are you ready? Let's
0: do it. We we'll want to fire up a little music Absolutely. here and get put us rolling. All right, here we go. Week number one, Chris Williams, 72%. Ted Miller, 51%. <laughs> bit of a difference last year. All right, here's game number one. I think Trent is probably going to put this game out there as well. Houston and Oklahoma, Sunday night ABC. Derek King is a hell of a quarterback. Oklahoma's got a terrific offense. I think Houston keeps it tight. That's a lot of points. 23.5 is the number. Give me the Cougs. Houston, pick number one, ACC. Virginia and Pitt. Didn't Pitt win their division last year?
1: That they did. They played the championship game.
0: Um, they're on the road at Pitt. Virginia is, they may be this year's Pitt. I'm going to take the Cavaliers. They lay two and a half point. They're a road favorite. I don't think it matters. Uh, I'll take Virginia. Give me the Cavaliers minus two and a half. Pick number two. Pick number three. I love this game. It uh, goes back to when I lived in Colorado, hung up with a bunch of Buffalo alums, went to Folsom Field with them. Glad I did. It was a, it's a great facility. Uh, the Buffs are a 13.5-point favorite over the in-state Rams. Mel Tucker's first game as head coach. I think the Buffs get this one tonight. Give me the Pac-12 Colorado Buffaloes. LaVisca Chenault, one of the best players in college football. I think he has a big night. Colorado, see you, minus 13.5. Utah State and Wake Forest. I'm all over Utah State in this one. Jordan Love is a terrific quarterback. I think he got Matt Wells the job at Texas Tech. They're replacing their whole offensive line. Uh, a couple of their leading receivers both gone to graduation, but they've got a QB. Jordan Love is a terrific, terrific quarterback. If you've never heard his name. He's going to play in the pros. There's no doubt about it. Wake Forest, eh. Wake Forest. Give me Utah State. Give me the four and a half points. Pick number four. My best bet of the week. The biggest game of the week, at least rankings-wise. It's in Dallas. It's the Ducks. It's the Tigers of Auburn. The line started at six. It's come down to three and a half. I would have much preferred to... Will you give me the six? Now I got this bet on new, Monday. New, uh, new, new, new,
1: new, didn't new, didn't think I had a Friday chance to lines.
0: Okay. <laughs> You can't blame me for trying. Well,
1: you're not Steve Dace over there. was the lines oh, that haven't been around.
0: Shot. Okay. Uh the Ducks have a great uh, offensive line. Auburn has a terrific defensive front. This battle, folks, is going to be fun in the trenches. First round pick, quarterback under center for Oregon. Maybe a top five pick. Freshman quarterback for Auburn. Quack, quack. Ducks plus three and a half. My best bet. Ducks plus 3.5. Utah State plus 4.5. CU gives 13.5. The Cavaliers of Virginia, 2.5. And and give me the 23.5 with the
1: Cougars. Trent. Thank you very much, Ken Miller. Here we go trying to improve on a Kissing Your Sister 500 year. A year ago, we start in the state of Iowa. 630 FS1. I'm going with the Hawkeyes-Miami-Ohio of matchup. I don't think the Red Hawks have enough offense here. They don't. This is going to be maybe even a look at the play on the under, but I certainly like Iowa, even as that number continues to trickle up. 20, What's the total? 22.5. Good question. Let's see if I can scroll through here and find it on the old games list here at Vegas Insider. I want to say, was it 49? Something like that. Well, Tom Kaker thinks that they can show, that Iowa can shut them on. It's 47. 47. Well, a out would help in mm-hmm. that one. I do like Iowa, though. Pick number one. Going with the Hawks and laying the 22. Let's go next to, well, it sometimes is a big matchup that doesn't turn out to be the case. Alabama in their neutral site game, seemingly on an annual basis. This time, though, it's the Dukies. David Cutcliffe looking for a new quarterback after Daniel Jones. is going to win an MVP this year, according to the New York Media. He's been really good, Trent. 33 and a half is the number. Give me Alabama. They dominate these games. They've dom- dominated against programs like USC in the past. This is Duke. Lay the 33 and a half with that one. Pick number 3, we go to that matchup you mentioned earlier. A border war, old Miss and Memphis. I like the Rebels here. Mm. This is the last time this game's going to be played for a while. It's coming off the schedule, another component of the what we see uh, happening with the continued movement like this game, five and a half is the number. I'm not sure how good Old Miss is going to be. Just a touch too many, more of a field goal game. I'll take Old Miss and the five and a half. Pick four. We go to college football tonight. Much like you're on the Utah State Wake Forest game, I got a juicy one. Army, your preseason top 20 Army cadets, Ken Miller, is laying now 23 against Rice. They slow it down, they run the football, they eat clock. 23 is too much against the Owls. Take Rice plus the 23. What is that uh, CBS Sports Network? 221, 221 on DirecTV. Yep. We finish up with my best bet of the week. This is one that jumped off a year ago. North Carolina State beat East Carolina 58-3 to at the end of the year. Why are you only getting 17 here? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because East Carolina is going to keep this one tight against the Wolfpack. Grab the Pirates and the 17 <laughs> and the hook. And i trying to avenge a throttling a year ago. East Carolina, my best bet. Ole Miss, Iowa, Bama, and Rice. Our picks are in the books for another week. You didn't touch Houston, Oklahoma. I thought you would for sure. I didn't. I told you. I looked at it, and I'm struggling to wrap my mind around it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, uh, no longer struggle trying to uh, kill some segments as we get Uh to football season. It is Now we need more segments. We do because we somehow got to find a way to sprinkle NFL in next week. Yes, is week number one. Well, thankfully, the Thursday nighters, two of the local teams, we'll find a way to get uh, the four local teams uh, in on Fridays or certainly you know later in the week. Um yeah, we're not going to ignore the Chiefs, the Packers, the Bears, and the Vikings. We simply will not. Uh, they begin next Thursday night. All right, uh, the KXNO pregame show has actually changed times. So it's now nine to eleven. Laura Vandenberg is going to be their Hawkeye reporter, or person on the ground. Jared Stansberry, likewise for Iowa State. Uh, Michael Admire is going to join the boys to talk Drake football. Although Emery Songer is still off this week, White right? Eric White's sitting in.
1: Did I see that? Yes, yes. Eric will be in for that one. Emery's still in San Diego, right? And um, yeah. So that so that'll be good. Is that nine to eleven every week or just this week only? Jeez, I don't know. Because the way that I read it on Twitter was I thought it was just for this week. We'll have to get confirmation on that.
0: Well, we know tomorrow they're going to yes. be on from nine to eleven. We know on Monday no it'll be on the air uh, here locally. We're all it'll be national it'll, program. It'll be national program. Also. Uh, We do know that Murph and Andy will be here at Mm 2, and the Fanatics will be here at 4. Chris's Picks, what time did you say, about 5.10? 5.10, yeah, a little
1: after the uh, kickoff of the 5 o'clock hour, they'll start digging in. I cannot wait. I'm looking forward to it as well. We shall see. Have a safe weekend. Enjoy all the football.
0: Gorge yourselves, folks. We've waited a long time for this. Trent, you have a good weekend. You and Jack watching your first week of college yes.
1: football. It's going to be a great one. Looking forward to it. It's been a long off season. Yes, it has. And here we go. Indeed we do. We'll be back on Monday, a Tuesday
0: rather. The morning rush will start at 6 and we come your way at 10. Thanks for being here. Now and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.